Hey y'all, welcome back again this week. This is episode 111 of the Late Night Vision Show. As always, uh, and one half of this show, I'm Hans. Thank y'all for joining us again. And I want to introduce the owner of Outdoor Legacy, Mr. Jason Robertson. How you doing, bud? Man, I'm doing good tonight. What about you? Good. So I, I have an update of last week's episode where we talked about the random grave uh, out in the middle of the random woods Please that we ran across. Please tell me that you dug it uh, okay. up. That is what the everybody up- wanted you to do. Well, the update is that I don't have an update at oh, this point because I have not been out to that property. There's a lot of people that responded to last week's episode that told me to dig it up. Um, dig it up. I don't think that there was not one comment of anybody saying, don't do it. There might have been yeah. one. Might have been one. I, it I, been I got one, a I couple emails, by the way, that, that you didn't see, uh, and they all said to dig it up. Dig it I up, I mean, yeah. it was dig it up. I mean, I'm serious. If, if you're not going to dig it up, when I come up there, I'll go dig it up. I just have to know. I mean, the world needs know. to know what's in that grave. So it, it is going to get dug up. It's going to have to be at night because I'm too busy. At during night? The day Wait a minute. There. I don't know if I'm coming to dig it up at night. Hang on. I don't have any other time but at night. But I, it, Hey, hang on a minute. So, folks, if yeah. you're just tuning in and you didn't hear last week's episode, before you think that we are uh, condoning grave robbing here, uh, I just want to real quickly say Hans has got a new hunting property uh, that's some family land. He went out there, stumbled around in the middle of the night in the thick woods and came on a fresh grave of some sort with a cross on it. Scared him to death. He sent me a picture and it spooked me and he's in the middle of nowhere where nobody really should have been. And it is weird. And I want to know what's in it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... I. I, I will say this. Uh, we will find out what's in the bottom of that hole. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I'm sorry, y'all. I have not been back to that property since last week. But I did. A uh, buddy of mine, Patrick, and I went to his deer lease this past weekend and got a chance to hunt. Got a chance to do some hog and coyote hunting out in West Texas. And it was it was fun. We'll get into that sometime because we need to get right into the review of the much-anticipated. I've got one in my hands right now, Jason. The the AGM too. ASP Micro 160. And man, everybody wants to know about this thing. We've got a lot of good things to say about it. Uh, we've got a lot to, to discuss. Hunting applications. First of all, we're going to go through the specs. Stay tuned for all of it. We're going to be talking about our likes, our dislikes, who this is best for, who should stay away. Uh, but there's, like I said, Jason, a lot of people have been already ordering this thing, have been calling. They want to know. And the thing is, uh, people want to know, am I going to get the quality of a $2,000 binocular for $499? Is this the unicorn? And we're about to tell you all, is this the unicorn that has finally hit the thermal market? And uh, I hope I didn't overhype it, but Man, stay tuned for the, all of it because the there's, a lot to, yeah, <laughs> it, there's a lot to say about it. And this is going to be a perfect unit for some people out there. So stay tuned for all that. But right now, uh, the... Uh, the thermal expert of the late night oh show, Mr. Gosh. Jason Robertson of outdoor legacy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Tell us if, if I'm the thermal expert, we're in trouble. Yeah. So uh, well, I guess when the, when the, when the bar and the standard is just set between me and you, then I, I guess maybe, but that's not much of a standard. So, so uh, we'll I, go ahead and ro- roll that beautiful bean footage of that. I'm going to, I'm going to roll it. So, uh, I do want to say that about this review, I have to admit, and every time we do a review, we say this is the much anticipated, and everybody's been asking for it. 
I, I'll tell you, there's never been a review that we've done where we've already sold the number of units before the review was done that we have of this optic. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason is I mean, it's only come in recently, but we got a pretty decent shipment of them. We had a secondary follow-up shipment that just got here um, last week. Uh, I guess, I don't know, last Friday, they were sold immediately. We had like a couple available. They sold before the day was over. This thing has just been yeah. insane uh, how many of these things have sold already. People really, really do like them. And so there has been a lot of emails, a lot of questions saying, when are you going to review this thing? What will it do? What would it? What will it not do? And we're yeah. going to really get into that on this show. So I, I do want to say it, it's probably one of the most anticipated reviews that we've done. So a lot of times people complain and they say, man, love y'all show, but I don't have thousands of dollars to spend on thermal. And that's all y'all ever talk about. I wish there was something you could talk about that the common man could afford. Well, we try to. We've talked about a lot of things like the Sightmark yeah. Wraith, the Sightmark Signal, uh, you know, just some some digital night vision optics. Well, this is a thermal that uh, is definitely down in that price range. So I want to talk about it. It is the AG. I don't know if we've said the name. We've talked about all that. I don't know if we've we said have, the name yeah. or not. AGM ASP. It is the TM160. It's called a micro unit. Um, I think that, um, well, they call it the ASP micro TM160. And it is, if, you, if you're watching on YouTube, little bitty small handheld unit. And I'm going to get into the specs real quick. First off, price, most important thing. I normally forget it. It is $499. So a little $500 unit. It's 160 by 120 resolution. And we'll talk about some of these specs a little bit more in a second. It's got a 50 hertz refresh rate. It is a one power, one X base magnification. So there's no magnification looking through it, uh, but it also has a two X and a four X digital zoom. It does have internal video recording. It has got a internal non-removable rechargeable battery. There is a USB port on the bottom of this unit here that you plug it into the wall uh, and you can charge the unit that way. I believe we're looking at about, uh, Hans, we tested these. What did we say? What was the battery life? Do you remember? Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Put me on the spot. I, I, would, I, I want to say, I want to say three to four hours or so. If, no, if that it's, rings it's, a bell. it's, it's actually, it's, I, I know it's better than that. I just wanted to be sure it's four to five hours. Uh, I know we got a, a true five hours out of it. I was making sure this unit didn't have a longer battery life. I know every one of these we've tested has been uh, at least a five hour on the bench. I don't think it's that way. Uh, you know, you probably get a little less than that in the field. I was thinking this unit might've been longer than that, but we're going to go with yeah. four to five to be safe. Cause uh, I was thinking that you had tested that must've been something different. Um, it does have this USB uh, hook up on the bottom. You can plug it in the wall and charge it, but also you can plug it into any standard USB battery pack and run it off of that. So if you happen to be in yep. the field or be somewhere and it ran out uh, of juice, you needed some power, any USB battery pack, plug it right in the bottom of it and you will get some power there and you can run it for hours and hours. It's got a, uh, it's rated down to negative four degrees Fahrenheit. 
It's got an IPS 6-7 rating, which is fully waterproof, submersible, three foot for 30 minutes. It's got multiple color palettes on the full color display screen. Uh, it has a uh, display screen uh, resolution of 720 by 540, and it's an LCOS, a liquid crystal over silicone. It's got a three-year warranty, and again, it is $499. There's a lot of things here. I just want to go back over a couple quick things. Um, one thing, and Hans does not know this, this is something that came up in a conversation with AGM last week, and it was news to me. This is a big, big deal, and we're going to announce this right here on the show. Hans is going to say, what? These units, all their thermals, have a three-year warranty, and this warranty is fully transferable. Now, wow. a lot of, yeah, it is a wow. A lot yeah. of people don't know this. People, it, it depends on the manufacturer, but I can tell you right now, most thermal manufacturers and digital night vision do not allow the transfer of the warranty. No different than any other consumer electronic device. You buy an iPhone, you buy an iPad, a computer, the warranty is for you. You sell it used, it's used. They take mm -hmm. the full risk. Um, and I don't care if you see people selling stuff on eBay or Facebook that says two years of warranty left, whatever. Yeah. Most of the time, that's bunk. This is not what they're, and you do not even have to have the receipt. They can look up the serial number of when this unit was sold to a dealer. So if you're the third or fourth or fifth guy to own the thing, you have a problem, you call AGM, say, hey, I don't have the receipt. I bought it, uh, but I believe it's under warranty. They search it by the serial number, find out when it was sold to the dealer, add three years to it, and there you go. You, you've good to go. That is, that's big. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that's yeah. a really, really big deal. And to even allow that, on these less expensive things like these $500 monoculars, I was blown away. No clue of that. And I was, I, I you, you can ask, uh, you can ask Trent over at AGM. I asked him three or four times. They're like, are you sure about this? Can yeah, I that's... say this? Is, are you <laughs> sure? And I literally text him before the show tonight. And I said, I just want to be sure on that warranty thing. I can say this like, it's, this is the way yeah. it is, this is that's, our policy. That's almost unheard of in the industry. I mean, that's, that, yeah, that's a great, that's great news. I mean, I, I, that gives people the, the ability to, uh, if you do plan on reselling an, uh, an optic, that it does increase the value and it the does resell, um, value of that optic. So no, that's, that's great news for everybody. Yeah. I thought it Good was, job. uh, absolutely. Now, Let's talk about, let's manage a few expectations on what this unit is, what it isn't. Um, real quick, folks, I want to say that Hans and I were able, um, thankfully, AGM allowed us to test out a demo unit that they had. It was just like this, nothing different. It was, But they had one single unit. They had it at the SHOT Show. We played with it there, and then they sent it to us, and we had it for several, several weeks and we uh, shared that unit, Hans and I did, and tested it a good bit. We did not do the review. We wanted to see the final unit just to make sure there wasn't anything different. It's not. It's the same exact unit. Um, we've had these for a couple weeks now, but we both had that other unit for a while. So we have got a lot of field time with this. Uh, we've refreshed ourselves with it in the last two or three weeks. So anyway, 
we want to kind of explain to you what it will and what it won't do and, you know, kind of who it's good for. Yeah. So when you're talking about, we talked about one thing, we want to help manage people's expectation of this. And in the, in the, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, is this the unicorn that is the, uh, the, the, the value or the, you know, the, the quality of a two or $3,000 binocular, but it's coming out at $500 have the, and we've talked about this before, you know, when thermal prices are going to be lowered. Um, is this the unit that's going to, you know, be the one that comes in so cheap or less expensive that it's really going to push everybody down. And, you know, there's a lot to say about that and we'll definitely get into that. But when we talk about managing expectations, um, really taking a look at, what you need a thermal monocular for, what you're trying to do with it. Um, you know, if you're trying to use it in as far, as far as land management or, you know, uh, protecting, uh, an area around your house, or if you're looking to take it somewhere and, you know, hunt coyotes and call coyotes in from several hundred yards away. So I think really the most important thing is when you're thinking of this optic, what are you going to be using it for? What's the situations you're going to be using it for? And we can really dive in to make sure that this is the right thing for you. I do think that it's going to fit uh, into a lot of people's applications and what they're trying to use it for. And in some cases, it's not. But at $499, and I think that's the reason why it's been so popular is because of that price point and and you know people you know wanting to get in on that and, and have the opportunity to have a thermal monocular for the first time. But I, Jason, what I really see this as uh, is a great compliment to somebody that's in, uh, you know, has night vision scope and they're trying to make their way into thermal without, you know, having to uh, take a, a loan out of the bank to do so and being a nice compliment to a night vision scope. And so I, that's what uh, keeping in mind with when I've been out using it and I've been out hunting with it. Um, I'm going to get into, and we'll get into the ID ranges and, and all of that here right. more specifically later. But, you know, I, I think when it talks about, like we said, management expectations, realize that this is a $500 thermal, $500 thermal monocular. That doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, that doesn't mean because the price point is so inexpensive that it's a cheap unit because it's not at all. But we definitely, uh, you got to think about what you're going to be using it for. So, I agree with everything you just said, and I'm going to answer a, a few things that I think that Hans left hanging. Is this the unicorn? <laughs> no, this is not the yeah. unicorn. It's a cool little unit. It's a great little unit. I'm going to own one. Uh, I mean, I do own one. <laughs> I'm going to keep this <laughs> unit right here. It's going to be, uh, it's going to stay in my bag. It's going to go deer hunting with me. Uh, it's mm -hmm. going to go into the woods with me when I'm looking for dead hogs and that sort of thing. I mean, it's got a lot of uses, and I'm going to use it. Uh, but let's talk about what it is and what it isn't. And let's do this before we, you know, really dive into, you know, our the, kind of what we, the breakdown of what we think it's good for and the specs and whatever. Yeah. So I, I think what Hans said, if you've got a, a you know, a, say a ATNX site or a site Mark Wraith or a site Mark Photon or, uh, you know, possibly even like a, a Pulsar Digisite, one of these digital night vision rifle scopes and you're looking for something to spot with you don't want to break the bank and you're looking for something that is thermal that will help you quickly spot animals out there maybe not identify them but spot mm -hmm. them this is what this unit is going to be good for um right. if, if if you own a digital night vision optic and don't have thermal this is for you 
Yeah. No question it's, about it. Yeah, definitely. You know, f- fatigue sets in when you're having to hold your night vision scope and rifle up for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. This is for, uh, you know, quick detection, seeing that there's something out there, and then raising up your scope to to really get a clear ID on it. But you're exactly right, Jason. This is this gives those people the ability to not have to swing their rifle and night vision scope from side to side, 180 degrees all night long and get wore out trying to do so. That's right. And so I want to say this, and I'll just say it very clearly. This unit is not a replacement, and it is not a competitor to a, let's just say, a $1,200, whatever, plus thermal mm-hmm. monocular. Yep. So you take the other AGM units, uh, the TM25, 384, the well, there's a micro 384 we're going to talk about Some later. We'll be talking and, about yeah, that soon. We'll be talking yeah, about that. A- uh, the the Pulsar Axion XM22 XM30. These are all in that twelve, fifteen hundred, even eighteen hundred dollar range. These are not replacements. They're not even competitors. They're two totally different things. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at this and say, well, man, I've been looking at one of these fifteen hundred dollar units or twelve hundred dollar units. Maybe I can just get by with this. Maybe you can get by with it. But this does not do the exact same thing that those units do. So I just want to be perfectly clear on that before you buy it. And I I think when you're talking about the natural competitor for something like this, a lot of people call and have asked about the the Leopold uh, trackers. Yes. And, you know, that, you know, they want to know how it compares to that. We've, you know, we'll definitely answer that question as well. But that's more of the natural competition for what this unit needs to be set up against. Well, let's talk about that since you brought it up. Let's talk about the competitors real quick. I'm not going to go into a full side-by-side review uh, between them, but I will say that I purchased just for this review (laughs) a FLIR Scout TK. All right. These units have been around a long time. A lot of people have said that the the, uh, AGM ASP is the exact same unit. It's not. It's very, very similar. It's actually a little bigger. Uh, Some of the specs are the same on paper. Um, And I also purchased a Leopold LTO Tracker HD2. That is the latest Mm -hmm. model as of the taping of this review. I I bought both of those units to do nothing but test beside it and dump. Uh, this this Flare Scout is man. Is going, that is dedication to it, the show it, right there. It is, and and, and, and I'm willing to lose research. money to do it because I've used those units. I used to sell the LTO trackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've sold these Scouts in the past, but I wanted to see them now. I didn't want to remember on what two or three years ago what I thought they looked like. I wanted to see them side by side, and I can say without a doubt that the AGM ASP TM160 is better than those units. Um, no question. Yeah. I, I, there's not even, there's no question in my mind it's a better unit. One right. quick thing, and I said I'm not going to do a side-by-side comparison, but the one thing I do want to say about this um, this FLIR Scout TK, the biggest thing that I noticed, the difference on it, is that this has a uh, a 7, I believe it's 7 hertz, seven or nine hertz, I don't have my notes in front of me, Uh, uh, less than 10 hertz refresh rate. Very, very low. So when you move around, it's choppy. It's just chop, chop, chop. I mean, it's just dragging as you move around. With the um, 
ASP TM 160, it's a 50 hertz refresh yeah. rate. So it is just, there's no lag whatsoever. Yeah. That's a big deal. Now, yeah. my last thing on my, you know, comparison, I spent all this money on those two optics. I guess I at least need to say something. And, and that would just be, does the ASP blow them out of the water? No, it does not. It is very, very similar. So if you've seen one of those units and say, those do not do it for me and they're not even remotely close. I got to have something way better than don't buy the ass. But if you've used one of those units and say, man, if it was just a little bit better, if it was just a little, then that's where I think this, this TM 160 yeah. is the, the place for you to go yeah, to. It is it, no question better than this, this scout TK. Yeah. And if that 160, you know, if you say you something need something drastically more, we will be talking about the, the micro asp 384 which might be a better fit for you because uh we're also testing that we're going to be doing review yeah. uh on that as well but you know so what do you want to talk about the 160 now what are we going to get into now well i think we need to talk about what the realistic uh-huh you know expectations and range yeah um we've used it a bunch and, and one of the things that, that Hans and I have gone over, and he knows he's probably tired, I've texted him about it, I've asked him about it, then the next day I'll ask him again, is what do you believe the realistic conservative identification range is? And, and we need to be clear, when we're talking about thermals, folks, there's two different ranges. There's the detection range, which means mm -hmm. detecting a heat source, and there is yeah. the identification range. And identifying a 1,200-pound cow is going to be different than identifying a 100-pound hog or a 25-pound coyote or a 15-pound yeah. you know, bobcat. Or, you know. or being able to tell, and I've heard stories of people that have almost, you know, out coyote hunting and you know, almost mistaken a domestic dog for a coyote, you know, being yeah, able to, right. to be able to see that clearly. So, yeah. you don't, so, so what is, <laughs> I, I've asked you a hundred times and I'm yeah. going to ask it the last yeah. time here. What do you believe the realistic identification range in good conditions with this yep. unit is? So uh, for you using this for a, a while now, I've been taking it out, been testing it. Uh, the, the good thing about it is I've got, uh, hogs and everything back at the house. I've got a lot of, it's a target rich environment back here again, so I can walk out right my front door and, and be able to, to scan and get ID ranges. But I, I'm going to tell you what, so I've looked at deer at 200 yards away with this thing. I've looked at deer at 125 yards. I've looked at deer at 50 yards, uh, in basically every yardage is in between, <laughs> every, in between that. And in my honest opinion, um, this is a, a hundred yard ID range monocular. Now, yeah. it, could it be 125 possibly with a deer, you know, and, you, and mm -hmm. his head raises up at the perfect angle. Um, but realistically, and to make sure that before you buy this, you know exactly what you're getting. This is a hundred yard and under ID monocular. I agree with that. I think there's sometimes it may be 75 yards. I mm -hmm. think if you get in some grass, it may be 50 yards. Mm -hmm. um, I, but I would generally say with some thermal experience, some hunting experience, knowing what animals look like and how they move, 100 yards is very doable. I do think that there's going to be times, like Hans said, 
uh, the way a deer holds its head up, you know, a, a cow, a calf, whatever, mm -hmm. something like that. I think you can extend that range some, but I'm very comfortable saying about a hundred yards mm -hmm. is where it's going to be. And I think that the, the big thing for me is it's, it's a monocular. There's yeah. no crosshairs. You can't yeah. mount it to your scope. I mean, to your rifle. So you don't have to worry about making a mistake and shooting something. This yeah. is just yeah. for detecting, not even really identifying, because that's yeah. going to have to come when you put your rifle up. That's when mm -hmm. it, that's when the rubber meets the road. And it, so yeah, it'll give you, know. you the ability, at least like we're, we're saying hundred yard ID range. It gives you the ability to though out further than that. Say, okay, there's something out there. I can see it. I can't ID it, but I can get my rifle up and check it out with, with my night vision scope or thermal scope or whatever it is and, and ID it, get a good ID. But this is, again, just to let you know if there's something out there. It's not necessarily meant to ID past 100 yards, so to say. But for other uses that it might be used for, because, you know, I've had people ask, hey, is, I'm wanting a coyote hunt. Is this, you know, can I ID, ID it two to 300 yards? And the answer is, no, uh, no, you know, it, it's not, but it, if you're, you know, if you've got a house and you're trying to protect your yard from hogs coming in and digging up your front yard, this is absolutely the best deal in town. If you're, uh, you know, out trying to, uh, you know, just keep yourself from having to have your night vision scope raised up all night long, and you just want something to know if there's something out there. This is the best deal in town. Uh, it yeah. we really can't say enough good things about it. If you again, if you know what you're getting and you have a realistic expectation of what it is, there's really no other better deal going on right now. My opinion is this: if you own a sight mark wraith or a photon or like I said, an X sight or whatever it is, and that's all you've got, and you just don't have the budget for more expensive thermal, totally get it. That yeah. I mean. I get it. And it makes, uh, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, maybe one of the things you may never have the money for it, or if you do, you don't want to spend the money on it. I, I mean, totally understand. I, I hear you loud and clear. What I would say is you paid five, $600 for your, your thermal scope. I'm sorry, your, your digital night vision scope, depending on what you bought. I would absolutely start saving my pennies to get $499 and buy one of these. Absolutely. It will be a I, yeah. game changer. It uh -huh. will change your hunting. Now, listen, we are sound like salesmen right now, I know. But this will change your hunting if you hunt with digital night vision and you don't have a handheld at all. But Because now, now, let me ask this. A guy asked me, he said, hey, I, what if I already own something like the Sightmark Signal, a digital night vision monocular? Is this a game changer? And I would say, no, I still think it's nice to be able to quickly spot and, and see those animals. You know, they're going to glow. You're going to see them. They can't hide from you. I do think it is still a nice upgrade. Uh, but if you don't have anything, this is what I would buy. I mean, if you can afford it, this is what I would be saving towards. Uh, because l let's talk about what this is going to do. Again, forget the identification range. We've already We've already said that. I doesn't give you a clear example. So one night I was using this, um, I'm scanning around and I look down there at a little over 250 yards. It was about 275. And the reason I know exactly how far it is, is I've got a steel target hanging at 250 and they were right mm -hmm. past that. I saw something, had no idea what it was, but I said, that's gotta be hogs. And the way that I, I guessed that is there was one 
you know, something bigger. Mm-hmm. And then this, like, I don't know how to explain it. Cause I mean, again, it, the, the resolution's small. So the pixels are small. So it's just like this little strip of white. I'm like, what could that be? It's gotta be a hog and some babies, but I mean, I have no clue. So sure enough, I go get, uh, you know, something else, another uh, higher end thermal look down there. It's exactly what it is. It mm-hmm. is a, about a hundred, 125 pound sow and a bunch of babies. I would have, yeah. you know, never known for sure. It could have been a whole lot of different things, but it allowed me to see yeah. them down there. I mean, immediately, bloop, there they are, 275 yards. There's something I need to investigate. So yeah. that would allow me, whether I had a thermal scope or a night vision scope, to pull up and go, okay, there's something. And, you know, we, we keep saying night vision scope. You could own a thermal and still use this. I yeah. just think you're going to need to manage what those expectations are. And you want to use this just to, again, go, whoa, there's something out there. There's a hot spot. I need mm-hmm. to check it out. Yeah. So the I guess the key to that whole section is just know what you get when when you're shopping for this. But let's get into the the likes and dislikes. And I'm, I'm going to make this pretty, pretty simple. Um, obviously love the price point, $499. Great deal. Um, for the money, I think you're getting a very good quality thermal optic, uh, with, you know, uh, with video recording, which is, yeah, right. you know, a great feature. Uh, I've, I've recorded videos with things. This thing, I'm going to be doing a full review on my YouTube channel, uh, here very soon, but basically you just, uh, you know, hook up uh, uh, the the cable, the USB cable from the binocular to your computer, downloads off. Uh, fairly simple to do. When you do that, though, you want to make sure you turn off the Wi-Fi. It does have a Wi-Fi feature in here. Um, doesn't really do much, but it does have it on there. Turn that Wi-Fi off, and that way you'll be able to get the videos off under, under your computer. Um, easy to use. Uh, you know, multiple color palettes, like we've talked about, it does have some bells and whistles for again, a $499 optic, uh, good quality made felt feels good in your hand. Totally dependable from what I've found every time, every time I push the power button, it came on. So you got that going for it. <laughs> and, do do and, you uh, have any dislikes? I don't honestly, you're going to make have, me be the bad guy. No, I, I don't have Gosh. any dislikes on it. I just, um, because it's a $499 thermal optic. You can't have incredible expectations for something at that price point. You got to realize, you know what you're, what you're getting. But if you, again, and we keep harping on it, but if you know what you're getting and you know what you're going to be using it for, I don't think you're going to be disappointed with this either. purchase. I really don't at all. Okay. Well, I'll be the bad guy. I'll find something I don't like. Right. So there isn't much. I'm with Hans. I, I to tell you what I wish, and I can wish this thing into a $1,200 monocular. That's exactly. what I can do. Exactly. <laughs> I, I do want to, I do want to make this, this point. We did not talk about this and we should have. It is a one power, but being one power looking through this unit at the base magnification, it, the, the, the animals and the objects that you view look smaller than they would with your naked eye. So it is not like looking through a piece of glass and it is truly one power, no magnification. It is less magnification than your naked eye. So, so again, that the, everything appears to be slightly further off than it actually is. And that is not uncommon in one power optics. 
Um, it's, it's a, it's a pain. I wish that there was a little bit of magnification so that, that it didn't look that way. Even if it was just true, exact same size as that your human eye saw, but to do that, they would have to work on this lens. They would have to probably enlarge it. They would have to do a lot of different things and then it would cost more money. So I really wish it did that. Also minor thing, but right over here on the side, on the left, there's a diopter adjustment. This is, and I guess we should have mentioned, it's a fixed focus unit as you would expect. Mm -hmm. It's not going to focus for, for $499. Um, there is a diopter adjustment. It's just a little rolling dial and it just focuses the screen to your eye. And I, I really wish it was just a touch more sensitive. There's a couple of times I've been just kind of like, I wish I could get it a little bit clearer. Again, I'm looking for things to pick apart on it. Uh, I, I do like the fact that it's got the color palettes. I think those are kind of cool. Um, I do like the video recording. That's crazy to me that it's in there. Hans mentioned Wi-Fi. We said we weren't going to talk about this, but he mentioned it. So I'm going to have to because it's going to show up in the, the comments. I'm going to get emails. There is some sort of an app for this unit, but we don't advise using it. I mean, right now we, you know, I haven't messed with it. I looked at it. I downloaded it uh, back before we even got these final units. It was when we had the prototypes. Uh, it, it was strange. It was it was made yeah, in a if, foreign country like China or some. I just don't advise it. So if you're looking to buy this unit just because you see it's got Wi-Fi, don't do don't, it. It's not. Don't I mean, do it. If, it not, I'm not saying I don't it think won't anybody work. Does. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying it won't work. What I am saying is, if you get it, don't get it because you think the Wi-Fi and right. the app and all this are going to be awesome. Maybe yeah. they will be in the future. Right now not a big seller for me and don't call me if it doesn't work and try to get me to tell you because I don't know. So I'm just, yeah. I'm warning you about that part. Yeah. Video recording worked fine. One thing that is kind of cool, but it, it is a little bit weird. Uh, I figured this out the hard way. There is a standby mode, which is nice because it turns off the display, which saves a lot of battery life. If you're in the field, you just quickly press the power button one time. It turns the display off. Here's the problem. There's no lights, no indicators anywhere on this that it's still on. And so if you're not careful, you'll run the battery down thinking because you just look through it and it's off, but yeah. it's actually still on. I had yeah. that issue, uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago. I didn't realize that there was a standby mode on it. And so I wish there was some little light or something. But anyway, it's yeah. a cool feature to actually have. Uh, a lot of more expensive units have it. That way, again, mm -hmm. you can save battery by turning off the display screen. But yep. I, I really don't have anything truly negative. I was trying to dig up something to, to say, but for well, for the money, I, yeah. I think it's a it's a heck of a bargain. And I, I will say one last thing here is kind of in my opinion, and and you know wrapping this up, and putting a bow on it. I know that in some past episodes, Hans and I've talked about uses for thermals, other uses besides just hunting. This is the unit to buy for that. If if you're looking, if you're deer hunting, you want something to see if there's deer at the feeder before you walk in. Don't want to spook them off. Deer at the feeder before you walk out after dark. Uh, finding a dead deer, dead hog, dead coyote, something in the grass, in the woods, you know, closer ranges. Uh, this is it. If you're deer hunting in the broad daylight and you're just, again, scanning around in the woods or on fields, just trying to see if there's something there, no different than you would glass with your mm -hmm. monoc I mean, sorry, with your binoculars, your daytime binoculars. 
this little unit, something that's going to help you there. So I think for the guy who's looking for just the thermal technology that is affordable to help him in some of those other areas besides, you know, hog and coyote hunting, this is, this is the unit in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I thought your, uh, you know, the things that you would change or like to see, I think that those were, were good suggestions. I do. And you did, I mean, you did, you worked it up into a $1,500 monocular, but you I did. It's, yeah. I mean, I can go on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I can, but, but no, it, it, it really is. It's a great unit. Um, we should at the airing of this, uh, which is going to be, I don't know what the date will be. The middle of June, whatever the, the date will be. I don't know. Um, 16th, 17th, 18th. Yeah. I have no so idea what day it's going to be. We're going to have them in stock at then. We may not, uh, you know, after that, I can't say if you're listening to this six months or a year from now, but we, we have got them. We'll be trying to keep them mm-hmm. in stock. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, a large shipment that just came in today, the taping of this. I've got another large shipment in route. These things are going to sell. They're going to be already, a big seller. They, sure. We've already sold a lot of them. The feedback yeah. has been nothing but excellent. And so I'm very excited about them. Yeah, it's uh, if you've got a question about this, if you've got a question, you're trying to figure out if this is going to fit your hunting style and application, uh, you can always, uh, first, you can get on the website, OutdoorLegacyGear.com, look through the specs, uh, check out pictures of the unit, uh, and then you can always give us a call at 877-350-1818. Uh, either Jason or I can kind of walk you through and talk you through the process and make sure that this is right for you or there might be something else uh, that we have that might fit into what you're looking to do a little bit better, but definitely, uh, give us a call. Jason said, and, and I'll say it again, this is going to be a very big seller. And, uh, if you're interested in it, I would definitely, uh, put your name on a list as soon as you can, because they're going to be moving pretty quick. Uh, and right now, uh, this is being filmed in, uh, the middle of June, 2020, we're going into our slower time of year, you know, the, of, of the hunting seasons, but things are going to pick back up here very soon. And these optics, I mean, and it's, it's kind of crazy, but we're still selling a ton of thermal and night vision optics, but we're going into the historically slower time of year. Um, but it is really going to ramp up here in the next couple of months. So you definitely want to get your name on the list. Well, don't, I'll, if yeah, you want an optic, on, yeah. On the list right now, we've got them. So hopefully yeah. there's not even a list. We, we've we yeah. got them and, and hopefully we're going to be trying to keep them in stock all summer. Hopefully. Yep. So, yeah. well, all right. We got uh, yeah, anything I'll, else to say about it? No, I don't. Two I think up? that's it. And I'd say it's two thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, we were really excited about it. It, it. And I still am having used it a lot. And like I said, you know, Hans and I use all these optics that we review on the show and depending on what they are, generally speaking, we've got our favorites, the stuff that we use, we keep those and you know, the demos we normally just pass on to somebody that's on a list waiting for them, whatever, give somebody a deal on one and and move on down the road. But I can tell you this unit is one of those that's staying with me. I mean, it's going to be used. I'm going to throw it in the bag. I've got lots of uses for it Um, for $500. That's still, I know it's still money, but I don't have to worry about this like I might my, you know, $4,000 handheld. So if I'm out, you know, looking for a cow, looking for a calf, Mm -hmm. doing something out there, I can throw this thing on my Ranger. And if it gets a little banged up or something, I don't feel as bad about it because (laughs) it's, I mean, it's still $500, but again, it's not four or 5,000. And so that definitely... 
uh, will will make me feel better. So yep. no, I think it's a it's a it's a great optic. And like I said, Hans just said, you know, uh, check us out at outdoorlegacygear.com if you're interested in it. We would uh, love to have your business. We would appreciate it. Uh, as most of you know, Outdoor Legacy. Uh, I'm the owner, but that is the sponsor of the Late Night Vision Show. So with without the late. What'd Sounds like say? a conflict of interest. Going it does. On it is a conflict of interest. So, well, I can tell you this: without Outdoor Legacy, there's no late night vision show. Exactly, so, exactly. yeah. So, so keep us in business. If you're looking for thermal and night vision, check us out. We'd love to have your business. You can give us a call. Hans and I are always glad to help and talk to you, answer your questions before you make a purchase. Eight seven seven three five zero one eight one eight. You can find us on all the social medias. Also, check out Hans. Hans is on YouTube at Hans E-T-X. That's H-A-N-S-E-T-X. Uh, you can find his channel there with all of his reviews, with his uh, thermal hunting videos, night vision hunting videos. I know he just did a really good review on the Thermion XQ50 recently. Uh, you can go check that out. Uh, you can also find him on Instagram posting all kinds of pictures from his his wild outings and hopefully we're going to find out about what was in this grave, but I don't know. That may be yeah, a few more we weeks, but we're going to find out. So anyway. well, don't forget Jason breaking the news here on the transferable warranty on these things. Uh, so good job, Jason, for getting the scoop on that and breaking that news. So again, we have the latest and greatest in night vision, thermal optics reviews and, and hunting, hunting talk. Um, we're the first and only, so thank y'all for tuning in. We're going to be back again next week. Uh, we've got a lot more optics to talk about. We've got some hunting stuff to talk about. Jason and I have been doing a lot of brainstorming on topics to come up from here on out. Uh, and we promise y'all we're going to be getting, getting to do some more interviews at some point. Uh, we've got some logistics that we've got to figure out to make that easier for all of us. Uh, especially me because I'm the one that's editing all these videos and audio and I'm getting lazy. So I need to <laughs> I'm trying to work it out to be a little, a little bit easier, but we're going to do some more interviews, but thank y'all for checking out the show. We will see y'all next week. Another episode of the late night vision show. Y'all keep making them bacon pancakes and stay safe out in the fields. <laughs>